received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, Welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Welcome, fight enthusiasts, to Gamblu's Bout Business Podcast, a heavyweight UFC 270 edition. We're going to break right in to business But before we do, a thank you goes out to all our listeners from every corner of the globe and the country. We're flattered by your support. People tuning into this podcast have to be passionate about the fights and passionate about running their business in the fight game profitably. This week's card, fighters from 10 countries, Converge on L.A., California in the big octagon, 30-footer, as opposed to 25-foot. That's 20% more room, and it absolutely makes a difference in finishing rates within the two. Finishers are going to struggle in the bigger cage because those trying to evade them will have more room. On this fight card... As I said, 10 different countries represented. These athletes bring fight styles that are varied, different mentalities. What my job is, is simple. I need to go through the interviewing process and all the criteria I use to simply find one thing. Which fighter is going to show up Saturday totally prepared to perform their best and display for the fans their absolute best effort. When I can try and find a fighter that I feel fits this criteria, that's the handicapping process for me. Last week's podcast, two and one, the result plus 1.25 unit. Again, I use closing lines and some of those lines after our podcast comes in our favor. That's what happened in this one. Two and one plus 1.25 units going in to this fight card, UFC 270. We're going to invest over six rounds, six releases, 7.3 units will be invested. The potential total return or profit, 8.15 units. Now, we don't plan on losing all of them, and we don't plan on winning all of them, but hopefully somewhere in the middle, we're going to squeeze out an opportunity to bank profit and move on from this card to the next. And now, with all the business behind us, let's enter round one. Round one. We're just going to dip our toe in the water here, and we're going to take 
a half a unit wager on an undercard fight. This fight is really more a fate of one of the athletes than it is validation for the other fighter. We have Gennaro Valdez, 30-year-old fighter, fighting out of Brandon Moreno's camp in Mexico. He's in and he's squaring off against Matt the Steamroller Frivola fights out of Saralongo in New York. Frivola has had difficulty in previous fights. He's not especially athletic, but he's tough and he's durable. He happens to slip on the banana peel early in his fights, coupled with the fact that his opponents now know that if they shoot him, and come after him like a cannonball from the opening bell, at times Frivola can get overwhelmed. He's a little bit chinny, as experienced in his last fight in June, when a short notice Terrence McKinney came in and knocked him out in 15 seconds. I think Frivola's challenged, and he's in there against a Mexican fighter in Gennaro Valdez, who I know very little about outside of the fact that he's a Mexican fighter and he's every bit the size, length, and age of Frivola. I don't like to throw blankets over generalities, over peoples and fight styles, etc. But the Mexican fighters fight with pride and they don't get started until they get hit in the chin. I think in this fight, Valdez is going to follow the plan go out and crowd Frivola and do his best to take him out of there. In this fight, Gennaro Valdez against Matt Frivola will take a half a unit on Gennaro Valdez plus 170. Half a unit returns 0.85 of a unit. Now let's go into round two. In round two, we step right up into the main card and we have a handful of positions on this main card. The first is Saeed Nurmagomedov against Cody Stamen. Nurmagomedov, we're probably paying a little bit of a tax to be able to invest in him. He's coming at us minus 185 to minus 200 somewhere. He carries the Nurmagomedov name. However, I don't believe that he fights up to the Nemagomedov name standard. He's a tall, lanky Dagestani who's going to be two inches the taller man, have a huge six-inch reach over Stamen, four inches with his legs. But this Nurmagomedov is a kickboxer that relies on space and range and striking as opposed to to the Nurmagomedovs that are vice grip wrestlers that absolutely want the opposite, to negate space, get in there, grapple, grope, and roll. Stamen, on the other hand, though he's giving up some physical characteristics to his opponent, has been in with so much the better competition. While Nurmagomedovs faced uh, Striegel in his last fight, Ricardo Ramos, Scoggins, decent, good, solid fighters. His one top line fight against Ronnie Barcelos, who's on this same card, uh, he was beaten, and there's no shame in that. Stamen, on the other hand, all he does is fight top 10, top 12 guys. 
He just is bouncing off a loss to Mirab Davashili, who's a top three fighter and a future champion in this division. Jimmy Rivera loss was really not a fight that he should have been in or taken. There were personal issues with him there. He's beaten Brian Kelleher, been in there with Aljo, fought to a draw with Song Yadong. Listen, Cody Stamen has a good, solid wrestling background. He brings a little bit of a chip into his fights, and he looks focused and totally prepared to do as I said at the opening, and that's arrive Saturday and provide us with his best effort. The over in this fight, two and a half rounds, is lined at minus 290, so now you know our trick. We're going to take a half a unit on Cody Stamen, plus 175 against Saeed Nurmagomedov. We're also going to take a half a unit, Cody Stamen via decision, at plus 250 in that fight. Round two, two half unit wagers on Cody Stamen. And now with force, let's take a look at round three. Round three, this fight should be absolutely crazy because one of the combatants in the fight is about half nutty himself. Yes, I'm speaking of the welterweight fight between Michelle Pereira, the Brazilian, big, strong, thick, explosive, wild, flamboyant striker. He takes a short notice opponent in Andre Fialo, a fighter from Portugal that comes with good pedigree good striking. He's short, he's compact, and when he hits people, they go out. And yes, he's giving away experience to Pereira. And he's giving away size, a little bit of size to Pereira. But what he brings to this fight is focus, power, and yes, Pereira is a step up. However, Pereira was preparing for the Russian wrestling Sakilov for this fight. And with 10 days left, now gets a short, explosive, focused fighter. I believe that Pereira is dangerous, but he lapses mentally at times. And I believe that Andre Fialo's in a very good spot to compete with Pereira here. And as I look at this fight, I believe that Fialo will even test Pereira. I believe this fight is destined for decision on account of Fialo's durability, his toughness, his focus, and the fact that this is a short notice replacement fighter and giving Pereira a fighting style that he was completely preparing for the opposite form of fighter. With all that in mind, over two and a half plus 125 is where we're going to land for round three. Now, without any delay, let's get into round four. Round four, co-main event. I've been waiting all week to sink my teeth into this fight. And man, is it going to be great. Brandon Moreno, champion, flyweight, took the belt from Figueredo in June. In June, Moreno was plus 185, plus 200. Now he's minus 175, minus 185. Figueredo's return, plus 155. We know the deal. Figueredo, really, a large, thick, 
powerful flyweight. Up until this morning, I really had questions whether he could effectively make 125, but he waltzed on the scale, the second man to do it right after Moreno, and weighed 124. Figueredo shows with that weight and that weigh-in that he's totally focused on this fight. He switched camps and spent four months at Fight Ready Gym here in Phoenix, training with Cejudo. Cejudo used to train with Moreno. They used to be buddies. I do believe that Figueredo using the Cejudo key to try and tell everyone that he's motivated to get revenge for his buddy Cejudo against Moreno, some of that is contrived. I really do think that Figueredo is doing everything he can do to show up on Saturday night and perform at his best. And the weigh-ins proved to me that he was. That said, Moreno, first Mexican champion ever, two inches taller, he's six years younger, he's got a two-inch reach advantage, and sometimes fighters just have the other fighter's number. The demeanor of Divas and Figueredo, I'm gonna knock his head off, he's angry, he's the bad guy, that fits him well. What also fits Moreno well is how loose he is. He's half goofy, but make no mistake about it. He's champion and he doesn't want to go anywhere. I believe this fight will far more resemble their first fight that ended in a very close decision than it will the second when Moreno dominated and submitted Figueredo in the third round. I think Figueredo and his output and his overall focus and demeanor put him in a very good spot in this fight. That said, I'm going to avoid taking one side or another. We're going to go to the props and we're going to go fight starts round four. That's minus 135 to minus 140. Now, those props are available at DraftKings, FanDuel, BetOnline, Bovada, Pinnacle. They're, they're available everywhere. I prefer starts around four to the over three and a half because I do believe that come rounds four and come rounds five that we could see Figueredo start to slow and Moreno potentially take him out. I lean to Moreno here, but I'm not laying 185 on him. Instead, round four release, fight starts, round four, minus 135 to minus 140. And our last two rounds, round five and six are coming right up. This episode of the Bout Business MMA podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped is the global leader in men's below-the-waist grooming. Clean yourself into the new year with their brand-new ultra-clean body wash. Get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code LOU20. Support the Bout Business MMA podcast this new year and get 20% off site-wide plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code LOU20. Round five and round six have really been released already. Last week on the Bout Business Podcast, we released Cyril Gan, 
minus 120 for two units, a, a, a position I really did like and I still do like. We're ahead of the market by 30 or 40 cents right now, which is one part of the puzzle. The other part of the puzzle is Mr. Gan has to show up focused, ready to fight and win this fight for us, which I believe he's prepared to do and which I believe he will do. So many layers of the onion on this fight. These two have trained together. Fernand Lopez, the current coach of Gan, used to coach in Ghana, and I know they're both close, and yet they're both hurt with what has transpired since Nganu left the gym and now trains with Eric Nixick in Las Vegas. In this fight, what we have is Francis Nganu, the champion, weighing in today 257. He's often weighed above 260 for his fights. He looked chiseled. He looked completely in shape and completely ready to go. These two have tussled before, and these two know what's going to happen in that cage, but no one else really does. To me, Ngandu's complete fitness, the way he looks, tells me that he's very concerned in this fight and knows he needs to bring his best in order to get past this challenger. Ngandu's explosive and has profuse power. One elbow, one cross, one uppercut hits, and you saw what happened to Alistair Overeem some fights ago. And Ghana will put your lights out with one shot. Ghana is a more technical athlete. He's more waist down and above the shoulders. And by that, I mean he uses his legs. He's an ex-basketball soccer player. And he uses his fight IQ. He's a highly intelligent master of spatial control. It's IQ movement and distance for Gane, or Gan, if you'll excuse the mispronunciation. And for Francis Nganu, it's going to be to walk Gan down, get engaged, press him against the cage, find the pocket, and unleash power shots. This fight's going to be fascinating. Round five release, Gan. Minus 120 for two units was made last week. And last week on Twitter, this fight over two and a half rounds, plus 100 to plus 110, was released. As I mentioned last week, it's important to watch me on Twitter, not necessarily because I need, the, need or want the followers. I don't care about that. But I want you to get the releases when I feel that they're most important to get out. And they're gonna, I'm going to try and do that on these podcasts. But when I can't, I have to use Twitter. Round six, main event, Gan versus Nganu, over two and a half rounds, plus 110, plus 100. I'm looking at current pricing. I'm seeing some minus 105s and minus 110s. That's still okay. So let's review. Round one, we had a half a unit investment on Gennaro Valdez plus 170. Round two, Cody Stamen, straight up plus 175 for a half a unit, via decision plus 250 for a half a unit. Round three, that flamboyant Michel Pereira 
against Andre Fialo. We're going to take that fight to go over two and a half plus 125. Round four, Moreno Figueredo. Fight starts round four. That's minus 135 to minus 140, depending on where you're shopping. And then finally, five and six, Gane for two units minus 120 and over two and a half, plus 100 to plus 110. For those of you that have not bet Gane yet, my recommendation would be to be patient. You're at minus 150 now, and, you know, push comes to shove. I'll say okay on that price, but I do believe there could be a little buyback on Nganu between now that the weigh-ins are over and tomorrow, and you may be patient and try and shave another dime or 15 cents off Gan's price. Last but not least, I have a future wager for UFC 271 which takes place February 12th, 2022. I want to get these futures out and in your hands so we can make our moves now and be ahead of the market. This is a parlay, two favorites that I think are in very, very good position to dominate opponents. In a heavyweight fight, Derek Lewis versus Tai Tuivasa. There is no way Tai Tuivasa is ready for this step up. We'll break down the fight when February 12th rolls around and we do the podcast then. But for right now, we're going to take Derek Lewis, currently priced at minus 180 to minus 190. He's going to go off well over 200 against Taitu Ivasa. And we're going to couple him with a fighter on the same card, middleweight Jared Cannonier, who is in an elimination fight with Derek Brunson. This happens to be an excellent spot and matchup for Cannoneer. He's currently priced minus 175 to minus 190. Derek Lewis minus 190 to Jared Cannoneer minus 190. If you take the worst case scenario, one unit wager returns 1.4. Those are the future wagers for UFC 271. That's a couple weeks away. I appreciate you listening in. We will be back next week for UFC Fight Night 200. Until then, thank you so much for listening, and good luck at the fights. That's it! That is it! Unbelievable! That was insane! You've been locked into Gamblue's Bout Business MMA Podcast featuring Lou Finicaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind-the-scenes access to the world of MMA. Of all the superlatives. Oh, that hand is ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. Bam! The legs go. I mean, that is clean. Want the best sports betting podcast on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.
This episode of the Bout Business MMA podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped is the global leader in men's below-the-waist grooming. Clean yourself into the new year with their brand-new ultra-clean body wash. Get 20% off your entire order plus free shipping today at manscaped.com with the promo code LU20. Support the Bout Business MMA podcast this new year and get 20% off site-wide plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the promo code LU20. 20. 20.